TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and as always, I can't believe it once again, he's managed to infiltrate his way into Nas Ikaria for another episode. Dr. Damien Christoph, you're looking so relaxed. I'm relaxed, Piercy. So relaxed. In fact, I'm so relaxed, I've slowed right down that sometimes I wake up and I feel like I'm walking backwards. Like it's unbelievable. Well, I'm definitely talking slower. Um, and on last week's episode, we spoke about some very controversial topics that are hitting the headlines uh, in uh, most countries around the world. Yes. And today, uh, we are not slowing down. We are talking diets. We are talking the fountain of youth. We are talking uh, a lot of uh, controversial food topics and no one better to, to, to do it with our host here on our 100 Not Out Longevity Experience. Thank you. It's a beautiful nice to be thing. Here. Thank you, Thayer. This is your old family home slash apartment. This is the headquarters of Thayer and Ilya. There you go. Yeah, yeah it is. Just before um, you started getting knocks on the window at six in the morning looking for a tea bag <laughs> from a tourist that needed. That was something. you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was you. Could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 darling. I need some tea. Coffee, yeah. anyone? Yeah. Uh, one of our, one of our favourite one-liners of Ikaria. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember Lena? He used to work with you. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember Damon? Can yeah. you take over from me because it's part of our vernacular now. So Jackson and everybody that we know that came on the first trip remembers this. Lena. Coffee! (laughs) (laughs) We all laugh about it. Because if Thaya doesn't start her day with a frappe, then no one gets to see Thaya. Nope, sunglasses are on, so I can't be Sunglasses. Absolutely. There's no way, no way. Don't talk to me, let Uh, me have my coffee first. No caffeine, can't brain. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) coffee is another controversial topic because, oh, everyone's trying to give up coffee, wine, and chocolate, and we're always about. Those are basics. They are the fundamentals of life coffee, wine, and chocolate. Yeah, life. But um, a lot of people are trying to give up meat. This is the thing that is challenging us. We have been incredibly open minded about this. And still. They're not just trying to give up meat, they're trying to give up animals. All animal products. All animal products. Every bit. Yeah. Including bees products. And, and then honey, I said, honey, bee products, because honey, yeah, that's considered, you wouldn't have that if you were a vegan. Yeah. Cause it's an animal product. Yeah. But it doesn't harm the bee. Oh, no, no, but they work pretty hard and you're stealing their food. But we're leaving them food. But you're not really. Our bees are protected. <laughs> yeah. So you don't know. We keep our bees safe. We want them to be healthy and make new swarms and have lots of food in their hives. Yeah. But have you asked a bee? How do you know what a bee is? Yes, thinking? because the bee's happy. How do you know? Because he's in his little hive. He goes back to his hive. He doesn't have to. They don't sting us. When we go to Melissa Vets, they don't sting us. What if, what if that little bee wants to live in your house? In my house? Yeah. Well, he can make a little thing there in the corner. What if he wants a big thing? Then he makes a bigger thing. And I just, you know, leave him be. <laughs> now, now, <I laughs> this is how ridiculous it is. Anyway, let's keep going. I reckon being... I didn't know that honey wasn't allowed. I apologize. No, 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 no. I don't no. apologize. You've upset the vegans. Yeah, the vegans. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize You that. live on what the New York Times calls the island where people forget to die. This is our fourth time here. Mm-hmm. Every time we bring over a group, we remind them incessantly 
that we are living in us with the locals. We are not here on a hunt for the fountain of youth or a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And I think on the whole, our group have done incredibly well at sinking into Ikarian time to becoming part of the community rather than living life as a 100% tourist. I think they've done a great job at that. Mm-hmm. But I would like, I would, I would be, it would be uh, somewhat naive if I thought that everyone that came here was like this. Mm-hmm. Do you find people coming here still almost 20 years after Ikari has been announced to Blue Zone by National Geographic? Do you find that you still get a lot of people here looking for the one thing? Be it either, of course. You're you looking know, for the secret? Yeah, I'm here to eat every plant-based food but not goat and not cheese. Um, you know what it I mean? may not even or, be about the food, but it'll be about I, I need to figure out the secret to live to be 100. Mm-hmm. And they can be very disappointed. I tell them there is no secret um, because it is a combination of different things. This is my personal firm belief. But if they're looking for something, they're not living this time right now, so they've already lost time in their lives. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. And my husband always says, if you put life in your years, the years will come to your life. Okay? So if I'm 50 years old and I've been spending a whole year traveling, trying to find the secret, I've already lost one year out of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is my personal Well, this is what we feel. find people that spend so much time working on their diet end up spending time with that diet, but not with their friends or not with their family or not doing things that they love because... They're there with a, you know, organic salad or a kale smoothie and they've put so much time and energy and effort into, into that. Mm-hmm. Like they've, they've lost friendships or they don't enjoy their work because they're so preoccupied, a bit like what Ilya was saying. They've spent so much time on the hunt searching that they've forgotten, lost the art of, uh, put to one side, being present with enjoying their life. Yes, but don't you think that food is something it shouldn't just physically satisfy you, but also spiritually satisfy you? Well, can you talk to maybe... you have some company and you enjoy some, some, a nice meal with a friend, or even if it's, if you have company over and all you have is eggs and salad, you make an omelet, you have cut some tomatoes in you, you have some olives and you have some food, but you have good company, so... That's it. Can you talk to how the locals, I mean, you being, you being a local, but can you talk to how other people in the community would talk about food in that manner? Would- We're about moderation. And we believe that, that all the food groups, but in moderation, okay? Even the people who love meat, if they eat too much meat, their family or friends will say, have some vegetables, you're eating too much meat. Mm-hmm. If somebody, I don't, I don't know anybody who is... Um, vegan from Ikaria. I know people here who prefer not to eat meat, but will have some now and then, even mm-hmm. though very, very rarely. I do know a couple of people who don't like meat. Mm-hmm. They just it doesn't appeal to them. Um, I don't know anybody here who. First of all, I don't know anybody in Ikaria who's born and raised in Ikaria that has a food allergy. Okay, <laughs> I th- there's no gut problems. Yeah. I have never heard of this. Yeah. No. The people I know who have food allergies are not from here and have not been brought up here. Mm. But I think it has to do also because we do eat a little bit of everything. We yeah. do have a full... And it's all seasonal. It's all, we, it's yeah, all we love seasonal. to eat seasonal food. Yeah. We eat mostly local food. Yeah. We have processed food, but very little processed food that we eat on a daily basis. But most things are processed. Like it's mainly sweets that are yeah. processed. For you Bigger like sweets are the major thing that are processed. But we don't eat sweets the way. No, no you don't do. have them anywhere near as often. No. As we do. no, no. If we have a sweet after dinner, it's because we have company over. It's a birthday or something special yeah. is going out. We Someone don't. We don't have coffee and cake after dinner. Yeah. 
Well, the baklava was for you. I know, I appreciate you know. it. And it's from Turkey. Yeah. It's Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Made in Nikaya, but from Turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not very far away. It's only 30 k. so... That was yeah, right next door. The carbon footprint's pretty small there. Um, th- there's a couple of things. I'll, I'll just quickly touch on this. Most food's processed, right? We have to process it to get it to a location, but we're talking junk food here, right? So we're talking about um, eating junk on the island. Is that still less now than what it used to... Like, if you go back 50 years, um, well, you have to ask your parents. Uh, if we go back 35 years, um, do you see uh, that there's still the consumption, by and large, of mainly whole food, fresh produce, and less junk food? In the home. Yeah. In just, the home, yes. Yes. Okay. What and the so, kids eat outside, outside the house can be completely different. Okay. All right, so where you might have taken an apple, a peach, a pear, or a apricot, or something like that, mm-hmm. a plum, you know, those beautiful yellow plums that you've been giving us. You might have taken those for a snack. What are the kids taking these days? What's Yanni taking, you mean? Or what's like a 15-year-old taking? Yeah, probably They're probably getting something. Okay, so for us, souvlaki and cheese pie, we consider it fast food. Right. We also have the croissants that are in the plastic, you know, that come from outside of Icaria. Right. Um, you can go to the supermarket and get, all, get anything you want. You've seen the, we have potato chips, we have cookies, we have mm, all that stuff mm, there. Mm. We have sandwiches at the cheese pie shop, like how you saw. They're made here, but the lunch meat's processed, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. So I would say they do eat processed food, but when I'm in the city, the amount of processed foods that kids eat out here mm-hmm. is substantially less than what the kids would eat in the city, in the city yeah. when they're out. Sure. So pound for pound. Pound for pound. I care in kids are eating less highly processed junk food compared to the city dwellers. This is my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't know if it's a fact. Well it's possibly true and that may be reflected in health data. We haven't I don't we haven't got the health data here at the moment of of Icaria with the little kids or with the adolescents or the teenagers. I don't see a lot of them eating a lot of fast food. No, we're not seeing we're not seeing around. No, we're not seeing Augustus Gloop, you know, walking around. I'm not seeing what? I haven't seen a little fat kid. Yeah, yeah. You just don't see them. That's a good question. Little fat kid. What I'm seeing is a lot of the younger families now are trying to be much more conscientious with their little ones regarding powdered baby food. Mm. powdered baby milk versus breastfeeding until they're at least a year, mm-hmm. that type of mm-hmm. a thing. They want to go back to breastfeeding? They, well, we always have. Yeah. It's not that we, are, we never, we ever stopped. Right. But I'm seeing that it's my, what I, what I've noticed is that women are trying to breastfeed longer. Yeah. You don't see the powdered stuff as much. Yeah. In people's homes, you know, with children. Yeah. And you see them looking for apples from Icaria rather than buying them from the store for their mm. kids. They're waiting for the zucchini to come into Local. season to yeah. feed their kids. Yeah, love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so that's just ramping up even more. That's a great, that's encouraging. I think it's very encouraging. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of consumers, probably our audience, yeah. we all want to buy local. We all want to support local. We all want to eat in season. You mentioned yeah. the children. I was talking to you off air earlier. One of my great. No, I don't want to say mistakes, I'll say learning lessons mm-hmm. was um, many people will know that Sarah and I were vegan for six or seven years and in the first couple of years, the last two years of that were our, our eldest child May's first two years of life and she would have quinoa and kale, a lot of olive oil and salt every morning for breakfast and I still apologise to May for this day 
uh, for giving her a vegan first couple of years. That's <laughs> why she has a tick when she's on it. little twist. So, so you were talking earlier that you don't know a vegan on the island um, that has been vegan their whole life. You spoke about Marina, who we know, um, who's been vegetarian, but even she found that she had to reintroduce some animal protein. The smell of soup, was it a, a goat soup or a... It was a beef soup, actually. A beef soup. It's not so good. You know, mm-hmm. I think so there's never a vegan that doesn't like the smell of bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you talk to us about your opinions? Um, I know, this is where the controversy kicks in, because we still cannot find a 100-year-old vegan that has been vegan since they were born. We know many people and we've interviewed many people that are vegan, but they might be in their 80s and they turned vegan in their 60s or their 70s, or maybe they're in their 50s and they've been vegan or vegetarian for five or 10 years. Um, you've seen a lot of people come to the island looking for the fountain of youth. You have a lot of people living on the island that have an innate sense of good health. Your views on the vegan diet? My views on the vegan diet, I apologize. I do not want to offend anybody. Um, I think you have to have a lot of knowledge to be a proper healthy vegan, a lot of knowledge. I don't think being vegan is bad if it's your personal decision, but I don't think if you're vegan, I'm vegetarian, that I'm the bad one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about meat because whether you eat meat or not, that's, I don't, cons- I don't consider vegetarian. It's more animal a, protein rather yeah, than Yeah. Being a vegetarian meat. to yeah. me is fine. Yeah. Um, we can all do without meat, I think. It's not, I don't think it's such a big deal. Yeah. My per- but that is my personal belief. You have to have a lot of knowledge to be vegan, yeah. okay? So I can do vegetarian. That's not a problem. But we have these chickens. We don't slaughter our chickens. They're outside. They're hanging around the lemon trees. The geese are protecting them from the ferrets, so they're safe. The turkey are hanging around, so no animal's going to attack them. And they give us these lovely fresh eggs. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but every now and then they'll give us a few eggs. We don't give them anything to encourage... Um, Egg laying. Yes. It's when they want to lay eggs. They're going to lay eggs. Wow. No, we don't. No, that's amazing. I love it. Yes. And no, the only thing they they get is leftovers. They're outside all the time. And we'll get them corn because they like corn. But that's it. That's all they eat. And we haven't killed one of our chickens. I have no idea in how long. Anyway. And then we have the nanny goat. And she's got all this milk. And she's really heavy and she's uncomfortable. And Ilya goes to milk her and she's happy. Wow. You know, so we have a little bit of homemade cheese. And she's outside and she's having a great time and she's good. I don't see anything wrong in this. The animals, I wouldn't, okay, first of all, if it's like a factory kind of thing with animals, yeah, it's totally cruel. I get that. Mm. Yes. And I do believe that if you eat something where something's suffering, Mm. it's going to be reflected in what you're eating. Yes. Like if I ate an egg from a caged chicken, I wouldn't be happy with myself. Totally. And I don't think the egg is healthy. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Agree. All right. But in, in the situation that we have here, I don't feel bad and I don't feel like I'm doing wrong to the animals either. Yeah. What about the bees? Beg your pardon? What about the bees? Do you feel bad for them? No. And I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but you know what? I was talking to a beekeeper from, was he from the States or somewhere else? And he told me that every year he has to buy new bees because last year's bees have died. I told this to a beekeeper yeah, really? here. I don't know, is it the weather? I don't remember. I don't know what the situation was. But it, yeah. I don't know. And I told it to a beekeeper here and he was like, what? Our bees are very well taken care of. Yeah. I think there's a conversation that what you're saying is around the practices of raising animals. We don't, no conscious consumer 
likes the idea of eating eggs from caged chickens or eating uh, meat from feedlots. I don't think any conscious consumer is like, that's the way to raise an animal. It's true. And the truth is that happens with honey as well. Mm. So I Oh, think, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. okay. So I think we've got to be mindful. And this is a great example that you set on the island is you talk about moderation, but it's also We're around harmony. respect, harmony. synergy, harmony yeah. um, for all life. Um, yeah. Symbiosis. I remember... Thank you. That's a great yeah. word. Mm. Um, I remember on our first trip here in 2016, one of our attendees, this will sound, it'll almost make you feel ill, but one of our attendees said, can we see Ilya um, kill a goat? And Ilya said, what? Do you know how hard and difficult that is to actually take life from an animal in order to feed more and more animals, which is us. I think we've lost our animal instincts. Right. And it was like a wake-up call for the attendee because this was at the height of the paleo movement where mm -hmm. it was just so rich. And the carnivore movement is, is kind of bringing a lot of this back where it's just so rich in animal protein that we actually then still forget the process. As you said, all, all food is processed, yeah. really. We actually lose connection to the process of bringing that really flesh and blood onto our plate. It's not easy for a farmer to oh no bring an animal's life to an end. You said you haven't killed a chicken since you don't know when. It's not something you go, right, let's have chicken for dinner, bang. Like that's a very on all the farmers I know, it's a very considered decision when they are going to have um, Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do. Elia won't have rabbits anymore. He couldn't slaughter a rabbit. He gave them away. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Can you share just some of your own um, adventures on the island in relation to um, your exchanges with vegans? Because this is probably for our listeners where we need to bring a level of common sense back to the conversation because, again, none of us here have a problem with anyone being vegan, like you no, said, no, if no, you've no, got no. enough knowledge and you're very conscious about it and I also think if you're very accepting of everyone else's decisions yeah. around their oh, own yeah, of course, dietary choices. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But again you have a lot of people here coming here for answers. Um, what exam what what stories can you share? It may have been insights for people where they're like, oh, you know, maybe I've been barking up the wrong tree. As I definitely was barking up the wrong tree. We're speaking vegan. of vegan? Correct, yes. Mm -hmm. Um whew. Well, it's like with you with your daughter, I was never comfortable for youngsters to be vegan, you know, yeah. and, and I had never thought about it before until all these things started happening with diet and people asking me questions. And, and then I had met a couple who were vegan and, but their children had health issues, but the parents didn't have any knowledge, you know, they just felt that the kids should be completely vegan. Yeah. And, but they weren't getting a balanced diet either. So they were having health issues and they were told by um, someone else that, you know, you need, to, you're going to end up being reported because Your you're, children not are taking, yeah, you're not taking proper care of your kids. They were having a lot of, going to the doctor a lot for different things. They were extremely pale. But for me, that was the parents' fault because... Yeah. This is the challenge that I think a lot of people have is mm. that there's a responsibility mm. outside of our own physical body, particularly when we have children. And you, Damo, as a health professional, you, 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 know, you look at the developmental 
not just milestones, but the delays that a lot of children have. It could be dietary, it could be neurological, it could be um, so many other things. But this is where food does have a responsibility. But we have to look at the other side also. Um, if you're in the city and you're on your way to school, you're taking your kids to school, how many cars go through McDonald's for breakfast for the kids on the way to school? Yeah, out of control. So, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For convenience sake and economical, you want to eat, you want to feed your family healthy, but to go into an organic store is so expensive, you can't afford to feed a, a family of four, for example. Yep. And this is, this is what gets Damon's goat up. It's, it's cheaper to eat unhealthful. unhealthy. And that's totally unfair. Yeah. That's yeah. totally unfair. Yeah. So there's a lot of different And animal areas. protein is expensive. There's no, there's yeah, no, there's no, I think fats and proteins are a lot more expensive than carbs. Mm. And the higher the quality, the more, the more expensive, expensive it is. It is. Yeah. Which it's feels a bit, uh, it doesn't feel fair. Does it? it doesn't feel. It's not fair. You're eliminating a whole sector of society from having the proper nutrition, which could affect their brain growth and their intelligence and their capability in later years, not having diabetes, not be having obesity. Mm. I was on a plane once, Thayer, and I was coming from New Zealand back to Australia. And I was sitting next to somebody who worked for the food group, like this, like, like, like Food Standards Association of Australia and New Zealand. But these guys kind of looked after like importing and exporting of produce. And in particular, he was, we were talking about avocados on this particular day. And he said that 95%, maybe, maybe it was more, I'm just going to say 95%, it could have been 98%, but 95% of all of New Zealand's avocados are exported. Exported. Oh. 95%. Wow. To Japan and China. And so New Zealand's a long way away from anywhere, right? It's, for, it's as far away as Australia is from most places. And so they're sending 95% of the avocados. Now, in order for those avocados to go overseas, they were their A and B grade avocados, and they were keeping their C grade avocados and selling them to the New Zealanders. But because there wasn't many C grade avocados, the price was high. Does that make sense? No. So I was saying, why is it so expensive? So there's not many C grade avocados. And I'm going, but why would you send off the Bs and the As? And they said, well, there's a market for them. We can get good dollars for them. So we send them overseas instead of actually leaving them for the New Zealand. Selling to the locals. So they sell the C-grade avocados for a, a price that's equivalent to like an A-grade avocado oh just for business, oh you know. Isn't that unbelievable? So that's not uncommon in Australia. It's not uncommon in the US. It's all about money. It's all about the cash. And we, and we see that. It's geared in that way. Um, we could talk about all these matters forever. I do want to ask you your views on the carnivore diet. The carnivore diet? Damo, please explain. You don't know the carnivore diet? Does it mean only eating meat? It, it means eating, eating foods that either come from the animal or are the animal. So it could be milk, cheese. I'm sorry, this is all you would eat? That's all you eat. And he's coming People to Ikaria. People yeah. do this? Yeah, there's a guy who's coming to Ikaria at the moment who's like a world-famous carnivore Doctor. MD. MD. No beans, no greens, oh, no, 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 that's no the tomatoes, food. no... No, that's what the animal no should... No veggies? That's what the animal should have eaten. So the animal ate all of that, then you get to eat that animal and anything else that animal might have made. I've never heard of this, I apologize. Well, he's on his no way. No offense to anybody, never heard of this one. He's on his way. He's and on he, his way to Korea. Yeah, because... Mm -hmm. 
He wants to learn the secrets of the carnivore diet as it, as it applies to... But we don't have a carnivore diet. No, but he'll probably go to a panigetti only by goat, not by any tzatziki or Greek salad. Will I meet him? Wow. He'll I'd probably like to hunt meet him. you down. Has there been any... Like, has this been going on for a while, this kind of a diet, that they're seeing results about it? You'd say 24, 36 months it's been, yeah, it's on, been the, on the upward trend. Yeah, so, but trending. not long enough to see any results. Well, uh, you can probably argue that about that. a lot of diets. So there's not a lot of long-term data on a lot of diets. But I think Damien and I were saying earlier that anecdotally, if you can find us a culture that has thrived solely on a solely carnivore on diet meat, or solely, solely on, on a vegan diet, then we're all ears. But we can't find one human being that's 100 that has been a vegan since they were born or one centenarian who's been a carnivore since they were born. If they're out there, like we're open-minded to learning all about them. Yeah. Um, but I think what continually attracts us to Ikaria is the incredible amount of common sense, yeah. which is very rewarding spiritually to go, I'm not, a, I'm not on the wrong path. I'm not crazy if you're wanting to have some bread or some wine yeah, be or some coffee yeah. or some tomatoes. Totally like, inclusive. Totally and inclusive. Omnivorous. Yeah. 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 Mm. So be wary. The carnivore diet is coming to Ikaria. When it comes to diet, there's a lot of personal choices and personal reasons involved, okay? I have no issues with whatever diet somebody wants to be on. It's their decision. Uh, my personal feeling is... Yes, you can be without meat. That's fine. That's not an issue at all for me. But you have, I think you need to eat your beans and your vegetables and your greens and your tomatoes. And I'm sorry, I have to have my coffee. I was going to say, you have okay? to have your coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you sorry, guys. Coffee. Forget that. I yeah. mean, and a bit of wine and a bit of chocolate. Oh, come on. Let's could make you, life good. Could exactly. you imagine how Definitely. long? Could you imagine how long an Icarian might live if they were carnivore, though? Can you imagine how long somebody would <laughs> live if, they didn't, if I didn't have my coffee? Yeah, <laughs> not very long at all. Not very long at all. You two would yeah. be long gone by now. Oh yeah, if you didn't have your coffee. Yeah, I, I reckon I'll find a way. I'll just be on rosemary and sage tea. Yeah, you're okay with that. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. I have never heard of this diet before. Mm-hmm. I personally cannot imagine. Imagine how many animals have to be killed. Eating, eating only meat-related products. Mm, it's everything. It's the whole animal, the eyeballs, the tongue, That's the tonsils, the testicles, can use, testicles, you can use, testicles. You can use all the parts. They, all of that. They used to use all the parts of the animals back in the day. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. nothing went to waste. So this is the argument that they're not wasting any part of the animal, right? That's fine. This no argument fine. there. I get that. That's totally fine as well. The heart should be used. The intestines should be used. We had liver. Of we had liver last night. Liver last night. Liver yeah. last night. Yeah. No, yeah. I have no issues with that but whatsoever. But there's no salad on the side. No salad. And definitely no. No, bread. no, no. But not only meat. You, no. No, that cow. Oh, Maybe it's wow. meat. Well, it's not only meat. It's meat, cheese, and milk. Oh no, that's too heavy. So heavy. <laughs> yeah, right. You just so feel like this. Just you feel bit. like yeah. You just know what's coming out. Just, oh just no. Gonna be a bit claggy, isn't it? A bit yeah. stuck. Yeah. Damon's gone to poo. Damon's already done talking about poo. On that note, folks, we'll leave you with the visuals. Thank you, Thaya, for having us for the fourth time. We cannot wait. The conversation is very interesting. We cannot wait to come back here in August of next year, late August, because I know all the locals go August. Well, late August, not early August. August 20 to 29, we are back in Ikaria. All the details at 100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. Damo, thank you for your wisdom. BC, thank you. Hard-hitting questions once again. And until next week, folks, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. Bye-bye. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.